everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Moreva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? Oh, lots going on today. We've got a great movie to talk about, a long, epic movie to talk about. But I've heard it's the greatest story ever told. It is the greatest story ever told. <laughs> um 1965, greatest story ever told. Um, it is an epic. It is over yeah. four hours. Um, 420. But, but a great story. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the story of the telling of Christ and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Um, but, yeah, a great movie. Um, great for Easter. Perfect timing for Easter. Yeah. Easter Sundays um, coming up this weekend. And, and yeah, we've got, we've got a great one to talk about. Yeah. Um, so let's go over about some of the stars in this movie because this movie is packed. Is packed <laughs> with star studs. Yeah. You know, when we read off the the names of the 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 uh, stars, you know, as I'm introducing the show, it's like <laughs> I take a big deep breath right. to get it all out. I mean, that's uh, everybody from Shelley Winters to Jamie Farr is in this. Yeah. And what's crazy is uh, the cast includes eight Oscar winners. And ten Oscar nominees. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, not Jamie Farr. Not Jamie Farr. No, <laughs> no, Jamie Farr is not in that list. Lovable Clinger from Mash. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great in Mash. And John Wayne is in this. Yes, John Wayne, who apparently took multiple takes uh-huh. to get his one line. Tell his, the story. His one line. Uh huh. I mean, you've got. Um, Producer George Stevens uh-huh. did many, many takes of John Wayne's one line. Truly, this man was the son of God. Just one line, he says. One line. And, uh-huh. of course, I can't hear it without thinking of his southern accent. Truly, this was the son of God, right? <laughs> that's my really bad. That's No, that's pretty good. Uh, that's not bad. I'm working on it. Um, yeah, so rumor has it that at one stage, Stevens just finally pled with Wayne to show more emotion, uh-huh. an overwhelming sense of awe, as awe. it's put. Uh-huh. Um, and during one take, Wayne changed the line to, ah, truly this man was the son of God. Yeah, so. He got that a little turned around. Yeah. So, John Wayne, God bless him. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I can't imagine how many takes it took to get that one line uh-huh. down as a Roman <laughs> centurion. centurion. Uh-huh. Um, and he's, you know, he's the first person hired for the, he's the first actor hired for the, hired for this film. And they uh, started publicity like when they first started their pre-production because it was four and a half years um, uh, that they put out that first publicity photo of him in costume right. to when the film came out. Four and a half four years. Four and a half years. Well, that's because it's such a long movie. It took them that long to... No, actually, um, it, it did take a while to shoot it, of course, but uh-huh. it also... made The main delay, I guess you would say, in getting the film released was the editing process. Right. It was in editing for over, like, 14 months. Crazy. They finished shooting, and, I mean, it was... it was. I think it... I, I say 14 months. I think it was 14 or 15 months before it was released. And that's uh, something George Stevens did with all of his films. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that was pretty common for him. Plus, and in uh, what he would, he had you know very expensive quirks. Uh, he would shoot, um, you know, first like a wide shot, and and shoot all these wide shots from different angles. 
before he would ever move to get, do close-ups. Right. And so he's got a ton of film, almost a literal ton of film, uh, to edit, to, to go through, to edit. No wonder it takes that long to edit. I mean, just to watch it all. Right. Just to see what you've got. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Martin Landau had said in interviews that over half of his role was deleted in the editing process. <laughs> so that tells that you how much they shot compared to how much actually made it in the film. Imagine, I mean, they must have shot eight hours worth of footage, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so Spencer Tracy uh-huh. was actually considered for the role of Pontius Pilate in this. What? Before it was, gone, before it was <laughs> Telly Savalas. I mean... I think Telly Savalas is much more yes. suited to this. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. And this is actually the movie that made him shave his head. And apparently, he just decided to keep it shaved for the rest of his life. He liked the way it looked. He liked the way it looked. It probably got him inter- more interesting roles. So if it um, weren't for this film, Kojak would have had hair. <laughs> just think about that. Just think about that. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Spencer Tracy would have been... I don't know. It just would have been interesting. But the reason he didn't take it is because it was a conflict with it's a mad, 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 mad world, Ah. which we just showed a couple months ago. And it was shooting at the same time. He was shooting at the same time in 63. Uh They were shooting this in 63, Uh released in 65. They were shooting it in 63 at the same time that he was doing mad, 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 mad world. Yeah. So, but. Mm. uh, Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Oh, here's. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. no, You first. (laughs) Um, I also thought it was interesting that Elizabeth Taylor was offered a role in this as Mary Magdalene uh-huh. um, before, um, bef- but she didn't take it, obviously. Uh, well, and, yeah, she was originally offered the role first. Well, and Gene Simmons was also offered the role, but turned it down. Yeah. So um, the actual the the actress that that did get the part. Uh, Joanna Dunham. Yeah, she uh, she she was preg- She got pregnant. Uh, during the shooting of this, so the director uh, George Stevens, you know, shot her, uh, you know, from like the chest the, up, the yeah. chest up, yeah, yeah. Which apparently the first several scenes she was in was shot were shot very wide, uh-huh. so apparently it's pretty noticeable. Oh, that how the different takes are, but uh-huh. and I joked that it was immaculate conception. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> So Max, Max von Sydow, um, he was an unknown at, right. this, at this point. He it is a Swedish his actor. First film. It no. was not his first film. First American film. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think it's hilarious that um, he's played Christ and Satan. Right. <laughs> and uh, he's the character, the title character in The Exorcist. Yes. Right. Yep. Now, in uh, he had done like uh, Ingmar Bergman films. He'd done uh, Wild Strawberries and The Seventh Seal. But uh, Stevens wanted somebody that, you know, uh, was not recognizable to American audiences yeah. so that uh, they could really buy in on, uh, you know, that this man is Christ. Right. Um, you know, it's, a, it's a kind of a difficult thing to pull off. But um, he felt it a little limiting on the set. You know, he couldn't smoke. He, uh, he couldn't drink. He <laughs> right. couldn't have a drink with the cast. And he felt uncomfortable, um, you know, kissing his wife right. on the set. You know, or being right. affectionate. To being her, affectionate, you know. yeah. Uh, what, would, what would that look like? You know, uh, there's Jesus over there having a cigarette. Right. <laughs> well, um, David Lean also shot a few 
scenes from this great movie. Director, uh, great director, great director. In yeah. between um, Lawrence of Arabia mm-hmm. um, and, and Doctor Zhivago, Doctor Zhivago. Um, yeah. shot a few scenes of this for George he, Stevens. Yeah, he was like a favor to him. He shot the scene with uh, Claude Rains and uh, 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 Jose Ferrer. Jose Ferrer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about where this movie was shot because I mean you look at it and it it really does look like the Holy Lands. I yeah. mean you know it really does but it's supposed to it's supposed to that's that's the <laughs> magic of movies. Um but no it was all shot in the American Southwest. Um Arizona, California, Nevada, um Nevada, Utah, Nevada. <laughs> Utah. Yeah. You say potato, I, I say, say Nevada. Um Utah, yeah, um Pyramid Lake was um what was used for the Sea of Galilee. Uh-huh. Um and uh, Lake Moab, Mo- Le- Mo- Lake Moab was used uh, to film the Sermon on the Mount. Uh-huh. Um, California's Death Valley was the setting of Jesus's forty-day journey into the wilderness, which is perfect. Cast. Perfect, yeah, yeah, perfect for that. Um, but yeah, um, uh, the director went on to say that uh, I know that the Colorado River is not the Jordan, nor is Southern Utah Palestine. But our intention right. was to romanticize the area. Sure. And I guess, you know, filming would have been hard, I guess, in the Holy Lands. And, and scenescape sure. has changed so much uh-huh. um, since, the, you know, these times. Right. Biblical times to, to, to 1965 or 63 or six, well, whenever they started filming. You didn't have filming. to get, you know, uh, passports for everybody. You didn't have to right. uh, fly everybody over there and put them up, you know, overseas. You didn't have to deal with uh, foreign governments or anything like that. You could, and you've got the grandeur of the American Southwest right. as a backdrop, which is what he, you know, what he intended. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Charlton Heston, though, he said if the, uh, if the uh, Jordan uh, had been as cold as Pyramid Lake, that <laughs> Christianity would never have gotten never off the ground. Uh, you know, he, the John the Baptist sequence, right? Right. That's funny. Standing, standing all day, waiting for lights to be set and everything like that in that cold water. Yeah. Um, just the screenplay. We were talking about how long this movie took to, to film and uh-huh. took to edit. But I didn't realize that the screenplay took three years to write. Uh-huh. I mean, like you said, I mean, they were doing publicity photos four years before this thing came out. George Stevens was not in a hurry. No, he was not. Which the executives, uh, the producers don't like that. You know, they no, they, they want don't. You to, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they want uh, you to get on with it. Yeah, um, George Stevens. Now he was making the Diary of Anne Frank, Frank uh-huh. um, when uh, he learned that 20th Century Fox had bought the rights right. to this, and uh, yeah, it was had the rights to the radio series from the 1950s oh. is when they first originally got the really? rights to this. Yeah. Huh. There was no. a radio series? Uh, a radio series of this huh. in the 1950s. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we were talking about different people who are offered the roles. We talked about Spencer Tracy. We talked mm-hmm. about Elizabeth Taylor. Sir Alec Guinness, they really sought after him for one of the smaller parts. It doesn't yeah. say which one. Right. Just wanted a cameo from him. But uh, well, He would have been great. He would have been great. And plug, we're seeing him next week Oh, in the man with the white suit. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, yeah, Donald Pleasance, right? He plays yeah. the, the dark hermit, which is basically Satan, right? Right. He's tempting, uh, tempting Jesus during the, um, you know, his 40 days in the wilderness. 
Uh, Donald Pleasanton also played uh, uh, Satan in uh, Jesus of Nazareth as well. Yeah. Um, he's good. He's good at this. Oh, yeah. Um, Jamie Farr, right? Okay, so Jamie Farr says he was desperate for work. He was an unknown, and he was desperate for work, so desperate that he uh, prayed to St. Jude, the patron, which is the patron saint of, of lost causes. Of lost causes. Right? <laughs> Uh, he tells you what he thought about his career. Uh, the patron saint of lost causes. And so who does he get? He gets the part. He gets cast as St. Jude, right? But they, in this, they change it to uh, Thaddeus. Right. So right. that it doesn't uh, Which is another name confusing. for St. Jude, yeah. Yeah. But they didn't want to confuse anybody and have him think it was Judas Iscariot. So... Uh, Thaddeus is is what he plays instead. Of, but it's funny, you know, the the saint that he prayed to, kind of uh, left a little message in there for him. Right. You know, this is, hey, this is me doing this. You know, hey, whatever works, <laughs> whatever gets you the part. You know. Right. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the snowstorm or snowstorms. Right. That uh, happened during this movie. Right. Yeah. I mean. Now it never American it Southwest. Rained. It had not snowed in Arizona in a decade before this. What they said, um, and then it must have really opened up because uh, they were out there with bulldozers, uh, even f- uh, flamethrowers. It said, uh, "Right." To I read clear that flamethrower like, and uh, which is you know that's kind of a shortcut and a fun way. Yeah, to, fun, you know. way. <laughs> fun and very dangerous way to to. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, Christ. I didn't mean to burn so, you. Ooh, Max von Sydow, sorry. <laughs> John Wayne, look out. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, don't burn the sets down. <laughs> and then um, right after they got, you know, they got all the snow cleared, and then it snowed again. Even worse than the first Even one. Even worse, you know, yeah. these big snow drifts and everything. And it's Arizona for, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Right. Um, yeah. Um, you know, this, this, this movie, there's a, there's this, haunting sound of chorus and voices that happened during the scene before Lazarus was re-erected, resurrected. And um, apparently that was work used in The Exorcist as well. Uh-huh. Another Max von Sydow film. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I thought that was a very interesting tie-in that they just were like, oh, we're going to use that from your last, from one right. of your last movies. But uh, yeah. Um, well, we talked a little bit about the stars of this movie, but we didn't actually go into details of who all is in this movie. There's a bunch um, of people. There's a bunch of people. Let's say a few of them real quick. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is star studded. Yeah. Um, like I said, eight Oscar winners. Right. Jose uh, Ferrer, Claw, uh, Claude Rains, who died just a few years after. Just, this this is was his, his last movie. Last yeah. film. Yeah. Um, Jamie Farr, of course. Uh, Kelly Savalas. Sidney Poitier. Uh-huh. Uh, Shelley Winters. We joke, already joked enough about John Wayne. He's in this. <laughs> See if you can find him. It's a really right. small role. Salminio. Salminio. Um, oh, Victor. I mean, like. Victor Borga, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, King Tut Boino. from the Batman series. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Wait a minute. I don't think that's right. No, no. Vamp- no yeah. Uh, Victor Buono. Victor, Victor Buono. Buono. I'm yeah. sorry. Victor Borga is the. <laughs> Victor Borga with the Yeah. <laughs> Who we love here on PBS. But is not on, in this film. <laughs> not in this film. Not, sir, Van Heflin. Not appearing in this film. Van Heflin. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, Shelly Winters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't even remember now. Um, Ed Wynn. I mean, there's yeah, there's Ed just Wynn. yeah. I but mean, you know, Shelly Winters and Ed Wynn had worked with George Stevens just prior to this in Diary of Van Frank. Yes, and she had won an Academy Award for that film. So, you know, he had to have her in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's just. And they're small roles. It was actually compared to, we were talking earlier about a mad, 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 mad world. Uh It was actually compared to that as far as just the way it was cast and the way there was just so much star power with these relatively tiny roles um, that everybody played. Um, Oh, I I forgot to say, you know, Mr. mm. Biblical Epic himself. Of course. Charlton Heston plays John the Baptist in this. Yes. And Um, he's great. Oh, yeah. He's always great. He's always great, yeah. Um, but he's man, he is the king of epics. <laughs> I mean, like especially religious epics. Right. I mean, like, well, religious epics, science fiction. Yeah. And I westerns. Yeah. He's in a few yeah. westerns. He's definitely in the a Will few. Will Penny's in Tombstone. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I love him in Wayne's World too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one perfect day on Eighth Street. Well, let's talk quickly because we're almost out of time. But I, you know, I I always hate to bring this up because it makes it makes it sound like the movie's not very good. But this movie's very good. Yes. But it was not a box office success. Right. And it made 20th Century Fox and several other movie companies. There was what a 15 year gap between this and the next kind of biblical epic to come out. Oh, uh, yeah, and uh, it was 15 years. Uh, before there was another film that bombed at the box office uh, as bad as this. Yeah. Which was uh, Michael Cimino's Heaven's Gate Heaven's in 1980. Gate. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they, they were not going to put any money into another biblical epic. Right. Um, you know, as long as those, uh, I, I think you had to have a whole new generation of uh, producers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody had to, the institutional knowledge had to have been, you know, weaned out before you're going to get somebody to say, yeah, let's green light that really long biblical epic, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, They also, one of the other reasons that this was a box office not considered a success was because it just didn't make its money back. They spent $2 million on this movie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Oh, $2 million on pre-production. Yeah, just on pre-production. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's Imagine in, that's a lot of money thing. in 1965. Right. I mean, that is a ton of money. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, well, I guess we're at the end of our time here. Oh, all right. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Tune in again next week. Um, send us a celebrity photo. Send us a celebrity photo. We always love getting those. Please send a story along with it. Let us know the, the details behind the photo and how you got it and when you got it and and all that stuff. and Not uh, just a photo of a celebrity, but a photo with you yes. or, or someone you love uh, in the photo with the uh, celebrity. You know, yes. it's always great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do prefer you to be in it. Uh, that way we know it's just not taken off the internet. And uh, <laughs> Here's a picture of Jimmy Stewart. You know, oh, okay. Okay. Great. Um, but yeah, we love getting those. We love showing those on the air. That's, that's a really fun segment we get to yeah. do each week. Um, so, yeah, tune in every Saturday night at 9. 
Um, we repeat the following week on Fridays at 11 with an encore performance of each movie. So you get two chances to see it, or you get a chance to tell your friends and neighbors, hey, hey did you see this? Yeah. Oh, well, it's on next Friday. Check it out. Um, so, yeah, we love getting all that. And um, next week, like I was saying, Sir Alec Guinness, Man in the White the Suit. Man in the White Suit. Um, it's a good one, so we'll mm-hmm. be back to talk about that next week. And okay. um, until then, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.